Aloha, my beautiful friends on the other side of the screen or the microphone. My name is Krista Ralakshmidittan coming to you from San Diego, California. I welcome you to this beautiful Abundance in Action podcast where we all believe that each one of us has a beautiful treasure box inside. Once we open this treasure box, we can start to manifest our inner fairy tales into this reality on our terms. And I'm so, so excited about today's podcast because I have two very special people on the other side of the screen, Aura Mengel and uh, Manu Aquila. Welcome. Mengela. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. So um, you are both right now in Estonia, and um, that's also quite uh, special because Manu, you are like all ar around the world most of the time. So uh, we are so lucky to have you in one place at the moment. <laughs> so thank you, now, thank you. yeah. So now I'll do a little um, introduction because both of you, you're very special people. You have a very different kind of uh, path behind you. And I would like to introduce you to our listeners and um, also viewers. So Aura Mengel is originally from Estonia and was growing up in a deep forest of south of Estonia with no TV, no radio, no artificial entertainment. Uh, basically wild nature, wild animals and spiritual parents, energy healing, plant-based medicine and four siblings as your companion. So um, you have been uh, on the yoga practice journey for 15 years, 10 years you have instructed uh, yoga classes, land and air, and you have also uh, very dear to your heart is prenatal yoga. You are mother of three children and you are also a freelance artist, sister, daughter. You're very, very dearly connected to the divine feminine topic and you're walking your path, following your deeper calling wherever it takes you. And you are so interested also in the co-creation of the divine masculine and divine feminine. You have organized many speeches and organized also events, um, everything to do with personal growth, expanding one's highest potential, stay tuned um, to your divine trust and flow of life. So um, balance and relaxation have been also two topics which I picked up from various uh, things you have been doing and also creating in your life. So what the amazing uh, divine feminine we have represented here today. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah, and Manu Aquila, you have roots in Germany and South America. Growing up in conservative Germany, you um, felt very restless because you had that hunger for true and real meaningful life. And because you didn't have the role models of that deeper life, you grew into a very strong rebel. Uh, but you ended up in German army where you joined um, originally for 12 years contract. You became a surgeon in mountain troops, which was mentally and physically very challenging. And sometime during that trip, you decided that it's time to quit and start to figure out who you are. That journey talked to you, um, got you to uh, Camino de Santiago 
and to music and your roots in South America, where you went to um, visit people and also got to connect uh, to shamans who were teaching you about plant medicine, energy work, and you did also your yoga teacher license there. And yoga and movement classes uh, in Peru uh, got started there. Also in your life, you have really deeply dove into sacred feminine. You have lived with Australian Aborigines and uh, got many role models from there. And also discovered that your tribe has been scattered around the world. That um, you like to follow and trust uh, the universe and your inner silent calling. And you have been one of the few people I know who has done Camiano uh, de Santiago four times. So <laughs> welcome the divine masculine in <laughs> your uh, uh, body. Really? So um, I'm so excited to talk to you um, both, of course, um, on many topics, but maybe we can start to talk about um, walking and the personal pilgrimage and to guide this topic in, I will share with you also one of my own stories. Um, I, in 2007, was in Norway and I got this calling of the local mountain. I got um, uh, to do a little hike with my friend there. And after that, I connected with that mountain so much that it started to call my name so strongly that it almost felt like you know, I, I got to pee, I have to go. <laughs> so I had to stop everything. And um, I talked to my mountain friend who helped me to get together all my gear and everything. I bicycled 40 kilometers one way uh, through the midnight sun, because in northern Norway, the sun doesn't set at all. So I did that. And it was like amazing. I till this day, I remember that trip. And in Norway also, when you bicycle, it's not just flat like in Estonia. It's like up and down. And with all the gear on my uh, bike also, that was quite a little, you know, iron woman thing for me. So once I got to the mountain, I had to climb to the mountain, which is almost 1,000 meters above the sea level, with all my gear alone. And then... Once I uh, got to the top of the mountain, I stayed there completely alone for two weeks, not talking to anyone. I had my mobile phone for in case of emergencies, but I didn't use it at all. I started to fast. And during this time, I made so many insights about myself, about my life. The reindeers who came uh, by, who hadn't really seen people like really living there like that we're kind of in shock and I was in shock they got so close so we had some really interesting encounters and the silence I experienced it was just mind-blowingly amazing everything in me started to shift there was a moment where I was just alone meditating and I got into this complete bliss um, it felt like my whole body, mind, spirit was in total bliss and orgasm. And I was like, I'm not touching myself. No one is touching me. What's going on? <laughs> and realizing like, oh, my God, we don't really need much. And we have been so spoiled with 
things and you know whatever people and society has told us and um during that trip i got my new name krista ralakshmi and i got the name to my business and i got the direction what to do once i go down the mountain and once i went down the mountain i completely was fallen in love with the mountain so i cried like the whole way back bicycling back i cried and um the first two weeks i couldn't speak to people because i felt like speaking is a waste of energy and people just like they do um they they speak garbage <laughs> so i was so like it, it was like amazing i went to the, to take a shower and i saw these like five different products i used to use before the trip and i was like oh my god like what have i become <laughs> and i met my person my mountain friend um as i was coming out uh, he was just bicycling and he he was so happy to see me coming out he was the first person who i saw as i came out from from that experience and i i just couldn't talk i was just tears were running and i was just so blown away so what i experienced is probably the mini version of what you guys have experienced because of course camiana uh, de santiago is so much longer so um uh, what do you have any comments of what i shared and yes i would like to say something because i like your story we had kind of the same insight um when i was traveling 2012 in uh, peru i took my backpack after the camino i did my first time camino and afterwards it was clear for me to leave my old life behind and started traveling went to south america intuitively following whatever comes just following the, the spirit i and on that journey i came back from the jungle where i was with medicine shamans it's just names like but there are people live there they have knowledge deeper knowledge to the earth than we could ever imagine in our western culture so i came back and it was such a intense movement within me and that i had actually to shut down like you said i could not speak anymore and i was on the bus 20 hours coming back from the jungle of iquitos in peru i went to lima to the capital and in the bus ride there was a voice told me like i have to make like about like como se llama on a uh on a multa i uh, not speaking anymore like a, like a monk like making a vow for wow, a vow a vow well. yeah i made that for uh, and i kept it for 17 days not speaking and i was the first time in my life that i had was like i was peaceful with people i was a rebel in the past and i was sitting with people there and everybody was talking and there was not this tension that i need to talk something or like uh yeah and i could just sit there and observe i was the most happiest person at that time i had this like uh this one, like uh clear dreams and all those things i had a lot of energy i did not know what to do with that and after 17 days i had this spirit like strong feeling i was next to the ocean in a retreat center and i went up the rocks sitting and looking to the ocean and hear the waves crashing and that was the first time that i opened my mouth and i did not speak i started singing and i could see after those 17 days that were intense for me, I saw 
the, the notes, I saw the frequencies, I saw everything. It was like a full opening. And mm -hmm. that changed a lot, a lot. Not speaking anymore. So I wanted to share, we had the same attention and it's a great thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like one thing what really happened right away after that was basically I, I became so much more intentional with my words. And I think so many people have, uh, they, they don't consciously really think about it. They just like blah, whatever, you know. <laughs> and it was such an eye opening. And um, that time I was also still doing my blog. And um, I, I almost like, I couldn't write for some time. Like I was like, I have to just contain it and uh, process it and digest it <laughs> differently. So what about you, Aura? Like when, when you um, went to Camino, um, did you have something similar with, with that or something else similar to that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, it was, I think, on the first or second day when I realized it was a just a day that I, I went over the Pyrenees from uh, France to Spain. And uh, it's a very, uh, very sharp uh, rise. And uh, you need all your energy, like mental, physical, everything. And uh, at that point, I realized that um, on this pilgrimage, on the Camino, you don't have the extra energy for... Uh, for uh, keeping on the fake mask or just talking chit chat or or just you know like any of this like this bullshit it just falls away naturally because uh, your your uh, brain is working on to keeping you alive and your body is fully like i had like 10 15 kilos and uh, you're going up and you're going down and you need to be fully on the moment and there's it, it all just falls away and uh, for me it was also the speaking part that uh, not doing the chit chats because um, because the focus was was uh, was uh, was needed somewhere else fully and, and uh, then when when you um you can tell me in more detail how you guys met there but you Aura had like a major opening there, like discovering something like like a new treasure inside of you. I remember this moment when this similar thing happened to me in Hawaii. I found one little stone by the river and suddenly I started to just like vocalize whatever was coming. And it felt like this old Hawaiian mama was like sitting there and chanting. And probably if someone would have recorded it, it was some Hawaiian song or something came through me. And I was so blown away. I was like, oh, my God, like this is powerful stuff happening. I had like no connection, couldn't really understand what was going on. And I, I had been so scared to do anything with my voice because I'd been told like you have this issue and this, that and that, you know, like be quiet. And then, of course, I believed them. <laughs> so mm. um, and that was really uh, pushed down. And with that group, we did the retreat group. We went to um, another secret valley and, and mountain, uh, Pololu Valley. And we walked through that to the other side. And then I felt again that this energy came and said, 
Crystal, we have to stop and we have to now do that thing what you did alone on that like rock there. And I was like, if I will do this here, all my group members think I'm like crazy, you know, like I'm turning like mentally, like, you know, <laughs> soft, you know. And then it's like, no, I have to do this. And then we sat down in a circle and we did that. And out of the blue sky, it started to rain. And the whole group was like, they couldn't believe it. They were like, Crystal, you are a rain woman. <laughs> so you have to be careful. So that was like a real opening and then understanding of how we were connected with that group came uh, some other lifetime and so on. But uh, tell me how you guys met and um, that opening, especially that story uh, when you started to play with the songs. Well, I was just walking down from the Pyrenees and it was a proper journey for me. I forgot to fill up my water bottle and it was a super hot day. I told you that I was <laughs> I was dying on the road. <laughs> I'm thinking about why did I came back the fourth time on this Camino? Could have done something else. <laughs> Holiday in Mallorca or something, I don't know. But yeah, walking again the proper pilgrimage. And I came in that town, um, Subidi, this little town in Spain, where she was sitting there by the river. And I filled up my water bottle, got clear, and that was the place because I was on the road with a tent. So I wanted like like wildlife. Because when I go Camino, like I go the, the outer way. I love it. Therefore, I had to carry like a 20 kilo buck. And well, I sat next to her, I said, like, can I sit? And I don't know what we said, but we were, yeah, of course. And there was good vibes there. So there were people in the background making some yoga. It was just, just the right moment to talk to someone because I was in need to speak to someone maybe. And she was sitting there waiting or like just relaxing next by the river. And I was like, we felt there was something like afterwards, we felt it was, it was meant to be in a way. Because when she started playing, her, like, we had a, a dinner then, a camping dinner. And um, afterwards, we sit down and I put up my guitar. I got a new guitar. I will see it's a, I call it a chocolate, dark chocolate. My black guitar. <laughs> I brought it especially for the Camino. And uh, I put the guitar and as I played a song and another song. And then she said, yeah, I have a song in mind. And can I play it? She asked. And I said, yeah, of course. She played that beautiful melody. And I was like, wow. And she sang that, that she sang it. And I was like, wow, beautiful. When she asked them, can you play maybe a guitar and I sing? So that's easier. And we played this one song, this one melody. Um, that was, like you said, um, past life. You know, you meet you meet people and uh, something happens and you just feel like out of the sudden something. Like a dimensional yeah, there, there, something like that happened. And that song playing and we played for a long, many minutes, singing that, this is no, no, just singing this, chanting this melody. I was beautiful. There was the connection going on. And from that moment, we just kept flowing. Like, was no intention actually from my side or from her side either to uh, walk together with someone. But 
the Camino, the way itself brought us together and it had it was a fruitful journey. It brought a lot of good things with it and I enjoyed it. Yeah, walking. And this song has a has a like a brief story for me because when I um I have been uh, hearing this calling for Camino like years ago, like 2012, very strongly, but I knew I couldn't because uh, back then uh, my kids were too small. One was just uh, being born in 2013. And I'm like, okay, this is not the time to do it, but but the calling was really strong. I knew I'm going to do it someday. And then uh, last uh, spring, summer, it started like coming back and, and came back this knocking already like, like, every day like again and again and first it was like I cannot you know this is not the time I had I had busy busy stuff going on but again it came like stronger and stronger and then I already like before when I was sleeping in the morning woke up I didn't open my eyes I was already there I smelled I smelled the south like this uh, like the Spanish um, warm uh, morning and or some morning it was raining and I was already there like parts of me were already there and then uh, at one point I was just like, there's no other way than just going. It felt like I cannot continue the life here before I do this. And uh, then I just, uh, the moment I made the decision, at one point I was like, I'm not sure, you know, like everything came to the kind of a point that now this is the time for you to go. And then I sat on the bed and the decision came like, I'm going, uh, I'm going. And after that, I was on, on the plane uh, two days later. It went very quick. But the moment on the bed that I made the decision to go, this, uh, came like this thing in my head. And I usually play piano. I don't have piano. Uh, I didn't have piano in that place. So I just took a guitar, which was just next to me on the bed. And I just uh, had these chords, had these uh, four or five chords. And I recorded it. I just recorded it. And then um, when I was in this uh, city by the river in Subiri, uh, after a long hot day, I was sitting there and uh, thinking like, yes, okay, I've done my day's walking. I'm going to go and get the alberga accommodation, uh, have dinner and need to take some cash out and um, I'm going to go. Hmm? And then two hours pass. I'm still sitting by the river and and okay, I, I need to go now. And and some of the other pilgrims that I uh, met during the day, like, are you coming? You know, the accommodation is, is running uh, full. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm right behind you. Ten minutes, I'll be there. And yet I, I was just like, roots, like kept me on this riverbed. And I had no idea. And I was just like, and then in the end, like, what the heck are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Why aren't you moving? And then after, after a short while, Manu showed up. And uh, sat sat next uh, sat next to me, and uh, we were just talking. And first thing I noticed about him was like, "Ah, oh, you have green eyes. We both have green eyes." And um, and then uh, after the dinner, uh, he was playing, and then uh, asked if I played, and I said like, "No, not really." But then I felt like yes, you know, there was like this. this there were these this special like this uh, music for me that uh, is so related to the Camino that yes I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play it and uh, I just played it I don't play well and then he just uh, made a new arrangement to it 
and I was like, wow, just listening it. And then it was just like this, like this door opening. And from that point, I felt like the, the sound was just like needed to come out. And I was like, no, because I had full on like this uh, singing blockage, one of the biggest fears. But then I just hummed, I just hummed. We have it on a recording, this first thing. And uh, then in the end, I opened my mouth and it was already like, what is happening? Like, like I was so like already over my like, discomfort zone. And then we just were, were there like, in the silence. And like, what is this? What is this? And uh, yeah. So there's something, something going on when we actually tune into the silence. And this is what connected us. Because I'm not a I'm not a social person basically. After what I lived and what I experienced in my life, I tried to stay away from normal people. Did not like it anymore. Um, started traveling on my own and kept away from society as far as I could. All those fake, fake and blah blah blah. Uh, I'm so tired of it. Still, I am. I can manage it, but um, this is not my world where I come from and. I definitely enjoy being in the forest, listening to nature, the animals, my best friends. And people, just a very few people that I meet that I feel like, ah, we're the same. We feel the same. We don't have to, there's no talking needed. This is what, yeah, we speak, we speak the silence, we speak in silence. So that was our Camino was we, we were walking the last thousand kilometers. We kept talking sometimes to keep the ball rolling, but it was not needed. With other people, it's needed. They need this hand-holding, keeping some conversation up. We did not need it. But the opposite was, <laughs> I was in need of silence. She was in need of silence. And by that, we actually we protected us a little bit from other people who all the time keep on Everybody comes and asks questions. Where are you from? What are you doing? And la, 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 la. All the, the, the sugar, the sugar. <laughs> and this is why I went, I wanted to travel the outdoor way, camping and being alone. I just love it. And this I, is how we protected each other, basically. Because when I was around her, people did not come and started this chit-chat. Like, we were, our two energy focus, like, became one. And we had it like the masculine family, feminine in that part. That was then clear, like um, there was a new arrangement for the Camino. So um, instead of going this, da, 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 we went big. Like it was a really transforming way. It was a really transforming way instead of, like I did the Camino times before. Um, you learn a lot, but it slows you also down to answer every time those questions. Where are you from? What are you doing? Dun, dun, dun. Some people need that but we did not need that anymore. We were on a search for something deeper, something, um, call it spiritual, call it, um, we had a movement going on. We had something with the music tuned us together, a mission, I would even say, to speak to people because on the Camino, after we felt this, what is going on in between us, it actually pushed us on the next level that we did not need to, speak about our things anymore. Actually, we felt this deeper calling to help others. When they come to us, we did not tune into the normal energy and speak about where you come from and what you're doing. We started actually to speak about uh, topics that really matter. And people actually 
when they went away from us, we gave them a message and it was really moving because I could start fully step into my role without any, uh, how to say, any bullshit around when she was around because she covered my back and I could speak to people openly and um, because I can see also in the people eye what's going on. If somebody's suffering but puts on a face and tells me, ah, everything is good, I make the Camino and I love it, but I see this person is full of pain. What should I do? And I want to tell this person, like, I want to I wanna go to the point. I don't want to play the game. This is why I'm living, like, what we say, the real life, where I want to be. And everything else is a waste of time. So um, straight to the point, we felt this. And this is not mine or her. There was something like disconnection. It was a bliss. And we were able, actually, to manifest this bliss and to pass it on to other people, sharing our knowledge, because she has a great story. I have a long story, and it was time to open that box and to pass it on to other people. I really loved, um, maybe you can also share, um, it's so connected to the stance of the masculine and feminine. I think that's what's been probably going on here. When you guys found that little church and then um, you yeah. came with that idea, like, okay, let's let's have a concert. Can you share that story? Yeah, I'm going to share that story. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it was just, uh, just a few days after we sat down that river and uh, I opened, uh, opened my mouth and uh, just hummed a bit, no, no, no lyrics and stuff. And then... Uh, a few days we had sang that song again and then we just ended up after Pamplona in this uh, small, small uh, village, town. And we were just thinking just to stop because it was a really hard day. Just stop and continue later. Um, but we stayed and then we were just, uh, I was just getting uh, ready and unpacking and then Manu comes there like, yeah, and in the evening, you know, there's a church, small church here. We're going to give a concert. I was like, excuse me. like. No, one was like, yes, yes, don't worry, it's just uh, all good. I was like, no, definitely not. You know, like, I, I cannot it do was this. I was so scared because Manu didn't know that singing was one of my biggest fear. And uh, and I, I had already like rushing back, like all these flashbacks from the past that I was in the, in front of the audience supposed to sing. And I fully froze. I fully froze. Only warm air came out of my mouth, like, like just nothing. I was like, I'm not going back there, you know, like not as a grown-up. But um, and then he said, but you sing, you sing with me. And I said, like, yeah, but in the forest, for the birds and the trees, it's different. And then he says, just like, okay, just you know, like. A there was no way out because the man on the 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 the, the man like. This is the user always say this uh, be careful what you wish for because we gave it out. We want to sing to improve the sing, we want to go on with the music. We gave it out and it came straight because it was meant to like, go fast. And the man uh, from the hospitalero from the alberga he came to me and he said, Oh, you have an instrument and you make music and uh, you play. And so, yeah, sometimes. And uh, he showed me the video of other people who play porn many people playing here and uh, why don't you give a concert tonight and there was no way out when he looked at me it's like when God looks straight into your eyes and tell you uh, this is what you want it's now take it now because if you don't take it uh, you know it's like 
Yeah. I said, okay, Anna, we have to talk. <laughs> and then uh, at the same time, and I was so like petrified, I also felt, felt like this excitement, you know, like because it was so clear that this is the blockage, this is the fear that, that is dissolved in me. And uh, I decided to trust more than to, to be in fear. I was fear, fully in fear, but I trusted more. And uh, there was like this <clears throat> like motivation and drive that like, ah, oh, yes. From the Camino, there's a, there's a word, it's called Ultreya. It's like old um, calling when you go, you meet another pilgrim and you say Ultreya, which means go beyond and go beyond your limits. Go one step further on, even if you were done. And this is Ultreya. And there's even a additional phrase to it, which means Surseya, which means go beyond even further on. So um, go even further. Yeah. Push your limits, push your limits, push your limits till the end. That was going on on the Camino. That's how we met and what the journey and what the journey was. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, the what itself, it was just. Oh. It was uh, the, one of the best moments of the whole thousand kilometers. Yeah. Like such yeah. a blessing. And what a, what, a, what a shame if I w would have, you know, like stayed in fear. I would have never had that experience. We would have never had that experience. Yeah, it sounds like um, I watched that little clip you also shared with me. Um, it, it really sounds and feels like that's like the the divine masculine and feminine were making love. These energies were making love through that music and through that, you know, situation and everything. And you, Manu, were that real, you know, um, masculine energy holding that space for aura to come out from that fear and open up and really expand. And as you said, like go beyond. And that's so beautiful. And I feel personally... Me and my husband, we also work a lot um, on these similar terms, like really inspire people to go beyond the fears and, and start to see like deeper, like what wants to unfold. And that's so beautiful. It's so necessary. Um, I don't know, Manu, how much you know about the Estonian um, history, but um, myself and very many of my clients and friends and family uh, femi feminine uh, people so um, what we have gone through is basically a country which has been taken over times over times over times and then being occupied 50 years by Russia so mm. what happened was that men were oftentimes not there so women had to be so strong so masculine that the polarities of the masculine and feminine completely uh, were, um, they were like opposite. So mm -hmm. women were men and men were women. And then uh, when uh, kids were growing up, they actually grew up with the same, you know, copy, uh, the cookie cutter copies. So they didn't even know that that was the issue, why they don't, you know, have happy relationships and so on. So um, I don't know um, uh, how have you have you Manu observed that in Estonia? Can you see Not that? Only in Estonia. Yeah, it's Not everywhere. But yeah. So basically, um, I'm traveling since eight years, nine years, I'm thirty now, 
So what I saw in the world when I left the army and I left the old like life in the cage, like the normal prison life as a slave. I don't know how to say that when you do your, your routine, the hamster wheel, and you just obey and do things. You don't think about what you want. You don't know who you are. So uh, I was a child. <laughs> uh, I broke that chain and I left, started traveling with my backpack and I did not know what expects me. Um, there was something inside me telling me, you're looking for something. And basically on the way I found God, like there was really an enlightening feeling that tells me, uh, you are more than just uh, a human body and everything. You know, this spiritual, what we go through the last 10 years, what's happening in the world and what's coming on now a lot is the spiritual awakening topic. And I've went through all of it. So I went from the depths to the highest. And But I had to learn also. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's happened when you're up there and what's happened when you're down there? I've been quite a long time down there. It was part of my journey and I would not regret. But I slept on the street. I had no more money. I ate out of the trash. I, I could not sleep for, like, I had depression, like, on a, such a level that... I would like to shoot myself out in that days. And this is part of my life now. It, my foundation is really like, it's a deep core, like a deep root, which is in the earth. And this is something that has nothing to do with the masculine, feminine, feminine, what we have here on the earth. This is something which goes beyond everything. It's just like, it's something divine. I could only find this sacred energy um, I could find it like my personal journey was finding it in South America, um, the sacred feminine that I could never connect to because, well, I was in the army and even before like Germany was also like full on, like we are mixed up, like we are, it's full confusion. People think the man needs to be strong and done and done. Yes, he needs to be strong, but there's, uh, there are bridges and the people, they burnt those bridges for the man that he cannot actually feel himself anymore. I could not cry until I went my first time on the Camino being alone in the forest, surrounded by the spirits. And the first time like, wow, like I have to cry. I don't want to, like, I, but it feels so good. It just comes out. When I went to South America and meeting those people, sacred indigenous people, also in Australia, the Aborigines, those people that have a connection with the earth, we cannot imagine. I recommend everybody to stop reading books and dun, 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 like not living in this world, go in nature, find yourself there and speak to those people who have the knowledge of their, um, we call it Pachamama there, <laughs> um, of Mother Earth, because um, this is where the man actually learns to be a man, where he get in touch with his feminine side because he doesn't need to be ashamed or afraid anymore of things because it's all good. The mother takes care. For me, it's like more the grandmother. Like I have a strong connection to La Abuela, which is in the earth. And also not to forget that a man needs to be a man. So after all, you have to you have your duties as a man. If you forget about that, you just get blown away by life because life can be radically and hard. It's tough as it is. And if we forget that, especially on this spiritual path many get confused and think all is good and light but then comes the truth and just knocks you out and i actually when we spoke to people on the camino we have this we encountered this sacred energy 
within us. And then together we actually, we could share it in a way. And we, how to say, it was meant to be. I was not ready before for it. And you were also not ready before that we met each other. But what, what we have now is something, it's beyond. It's beyond and it could help a lot of people. Um, it helped a lot of people on the way. And this is exactly, it helps us to grow. And yeah, I saw on the whole world, the whole journey what's going on. This is the topic why everything is, is on the breaking point because man is not man, does not stand up, does not have the balls actually to say the woman what he thinks. Uh, the woman starts to be a man, starts to command, starts to do things. It's like a, it's mixed up and it's not good. People think it's mm -hmm. good that everything needs to be, ah, no, no, it's not. So there comes a point where you have to realize that or you actually get blown away by reality after a while. And she's a strong woman. <laughs> I value it. I know. <laughs> if she would yeah. not be strong, that would for me be a problem. Like I could not, like I'm not here to carry a woman. Like she's mm -hmm. a strong warrior spirit somewhere. And this is what I need actually on my side to grow. Because when I say sometimes something and, oh, you said something and I get hurt, like, no, it doesn't work for me. So we are, there's fire element. This is what I need to be happy, what I need to, to put like, energy. Like, like freedom yeah. and responsibility. And I don't, I, yeah, it's with this feminine and uh, masculine. I've uh, always like felt like I, oh, there's always like lacking like, like, because my, I have very strong masculine uh, energy, always have had. I never like looked for a safety, even as a kid. Like I was always wandering around. I felt safe just being alone and the world has always been safe for me. And uh, I was always, uh, my friends were from the kindergarten started, you know, like all men, like the, the, the female part and the sisterhood, I learned to, and I understood it later on when I became a mother but uh, so like the masculine is very very strong uh, within me so it has not been easy for me actually to find an equal masculine like stronger masculine uh, in, in, in men yeah, and I, I, I see that so many of my clients um, um, are women and they struggle exactly with that, what you are expressing right now, Aura, that um, they have that strong masculine in themselves. The polarities are really out of whack and out of balance. And um, in Estonia also, what our problem was, and I think in many other countries, as you say, Manu, is that we we need more those divine masculine mature men role models but also of course female models but uh, especially men because now when those boys grew up with that bitterness of their mother never having the man to support and be there they had no idea how to be a man and um, in my life you know um, I traveled 14 years to 30 countries to find my Mr. Right. And then I just gave up like you are. I said, there is no equal to me. Like I'm too strong. And when I meet a man, I can't fake that I'm weak, you know, weak or like someone else. I want to be me with that, you know, the same strong warrior woman, you know. 
And if the man can't take it, that's not my man, you know. So I gave up. And then as I gave up, one month later, my king rolls in with the white sailing boat in the Mexican village where I was not supposed to be. He was not supposed to be. And voila, there we met. <laughs> and exactly that thing, what you express here, um, his background was so different and, and he has this natural king, divine, masculine energy that when he came and the way he just was and carried himself and shared who he is and what he believes and how he was just behaving, it just, you know, whipped me off my uh, feet because it was just so unusual for me. I'd never experienced a man like that before. And um, one of the reasons, and maybe here you can also share your tips and tools about that, but one of the reasons was also that I was so masculine that I attracted those weak men into my life all the time, over and over and over. And then I thought, what's wrong with me? And nothing was wrong with me. I was just that the balance of the masculine feminine was really out of uh, whack. So we had our first baby yesterday. We gave birth yesterday. <laughs> There's many more kittens coming, but uh, we got the first one uh, down yesterday. And we recorded our uh, song from, uh, from uh, last year's Camino and uh, we put it up. Uh, today and uh, you are the first one, Crystal, that we sent the link to and and uh, to share to share it with all the listeners today for uh, for taking the time and and uh, and being with us. And uh, we would really like to share one song from the last year that we wrote.
trees This is my life And I've gotta let Someone else take the Yeah, thank you. Very nice. So thank you, Manu and Aura, for sharing your story, um, how beautifully the divine masculine and feminine can meet sometimes um, in the middle of nowhere and start to co-create and help the divine feminine come out and expand and divine masculine get even more grounded so that in that co-creation, the world can get and become a better place to be. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your gifts and um, all the listeners and viewers who were here. Thank you also. And please help us all to like, share and subscribe uh, to this beautiful journey with abundance in action. So thank you so much. Mahalo. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you everyone for joining our podcast today, Abundance in Action, and I hope you got lots of inspiration and motivation. As this episode became a little longer than we expected, we are going to make it into two episodes, so you can follow up um, the coming week. But um, so far, please check out the special gift. Thank you for watching and listening. Please like, share and subscribe. Thank you so much. Until the next time. Mahalo.